You are listening to episode 120 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. You hear that uh, blowing in the background? That is my wife paying me bet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, Go on. We, right. We have a gentleman doing some yard work in February, cleaning up some leaves and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I love Memphis. Yeah, it's warm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's 60 didn't, degrees out right now. Some, uh, speaking of Memphis, didn't some chick just go to jail for talking some other person into getting butt injections? I, I have no idea. I don't really pay Pretty attention sure. to that. I mean, I just, things are happening in Memphis. That's all. <laughs> things are happening. <laughs> Almost on a daily basis. <laughs> Whether it be leaves in your yard or something in court, <laughs> something's always going on. Something, something. So you are a college graduate now, are you not? I am indeed. Oh, wow. What, what does it feel like and now that you don't have fucking homework on your horizon? I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it's just something that's been so time-consuming. And, uh, you know, in, in some, some weeks, I'm finding myself spending more hours on homework than I am with my actual, you know, my job. Right. So it's like... I don't know. It, it hasn't fully sunken in yet uh, because, you know, between classes, I'll usually have a couple of days off. So it almost kind of feels like, oh, I'm just kind of in, in an in-between period. Right. Uh, not the case anymore. So I, I'm not sure. I guess I'll have to report back to you next week after I have uh, some actual time off. Yeah, I imagine some aggressive gaming is on the is, is in your future. Yes. yes. So <laughs> I've got the uh, I, I actually had the uh, PlayStation 4 delivered on launch day. Nice. Because uh, I had pre-ordered it, and I actually had to put it. I, it was in the box for like two months. Oh I my god! <laughs> so uh, yeah, so a little bit of gaming's going on, and uh, spending some more time with my my little man and 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 my son. <laughs> and uh, no, but in all seriousness, it, it feels great to be done. It's um, awesome. I actually finished school with a 4.0, so I'm very. Of course you uh, did. Of course you did. Very, like I said, you proud. you very similar to me when you find something you're interested in, or in your case that you've invested money in. There there is no half in it. No, it's uh, it's 100 percent all Top the time. quality, sir. Yeah. I am quite proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of myself. It feels really good to have uh, finished up, and looking forward to uh, the doors that it that it may open. Awesome. Yeah. So anyway, enough about. Uh, well, I mean, I appreciate the verbal handies always. <laughs> I try to give them as as frequently as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the random Vegas. The rivets in the Eiffel Tower at Paris serve no functional purpose. They were added to make the Vegas replica look like the original. We got that from at Vital Vegas. That's kind of been on our horizon for a while as a future random Vegas piece, but he eloquently put it together like that, and I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to rip that off verbatim. 
works for me. There you go. Very cool. And how about the Vegas Mint Review of the Week? Well, this week's review is Christopher's January 24th review of Tao at Venetian. He gave it five out of five chips. Yeah. Christopher wrote, fucking incredible. Had the best experience at Tao. From appetizer to dinner to dessert. Holy shit. It was amazing. Definitely get the donut dessert, one of a kind. But do it fast because they are changing the menu soon, we heard. Oh, that's right. That's right. They are, uh, I, see, I know they're changing the space. I don't know about the menu. I don't, I don't know about it either. Regardless. So. I know Karen would wholeheartedly agree with this. I have to say one of the sloppiest times I've ever seen my wife in Vegas is when she and a couple friends went to Tao while I was off doing something else. And apparently they shared a couple bottles of, of top quality wine in, in their, their meal. And her and, and company came back. They, they were hard to understand, Brian, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I, I know how that goes, too. Right. So. Oh, my God. That reminds me of when you and I went to Vegas. It was like, I was like, hey, man, we're down here. And you got to get her, man. You got to get her. <laughs> it was awesome. Voicemails that, fuck, I wish I would have kept. <laughs> yeah, well, almost as good as the, um, the wedding voicemails. Oh, my God. I you, still, you still have those, right? They have to be somewhere because well, we use I know them. you on... have the actual, um, you have all the audio from our original podcast. Right. So it's got to be somewhere. I just got to find it. Yeah. That would be God, that was so funny. <laughs> leaving really long messages on cell phone voicemail. Guess what? It's not the same as leaving a message on a tape recorder. <laughs> right. There is not someone listening to the message as it's being recorded <laughs> in real time. It doesn't work that way, apparently. We still reference that all the time. Like, I wish you'd answer your phone. <laughs> Timeless. Right. It's a timeless classic. <laughs> All right. And on to the Twit Pick of the Week. This week's winner comes to us from at Review Journal for a photo that, in my opinion, while it did cost George Maloof the property, confirms that building Palm's Place was not a bad idea. It's a photo of the strip from one of the residencies at Palm's Place at sunrise. While most people are awake to see the sun go down in Vegas, I think without a doubt the sunrise is infinitely more beautiful. The sky is just starting to shift from black to blue, and you get to enjoy watching it go through a series of shades, but fuck the sky. The best part is having that as a backdrop while watching how the increase in sunlight complements and enhances the properties in their exterior lighting. I've always said the number one perk to staying off strip is the view, and while I fantasized about living in Veer Tower one day, this picture has caused me to rethink the location of my dream domicile, Brian. Mm, very good. That was very nicely said. Thank you. I always try to impress you and, and those that listen. I'm like, that's... <laughs> especially, especially those that listen. <laughs> I don't know. It always starts with you, Brian. <laughs> I'm always like, Brian didn't think it's funny. No one will. <laughs> <laughs> totally fucked on that one. I know. All right. Well, it is a nice photo, and as always, we'll link to it on a variety of different places. You know what? Uh, listen, we we got to add value to where this stuff goes, and, and you're just skimming over it. You're skimming over it. It's not a value proposition here this is just this is just hey we're putting the photo on a bunch of different shit chances are if you go click on something with our logo or name on it you're gonna see it you're a prick it's pretty much it i mean right it is, is. That, is that is that not accurate it is brian but i i I, fe- <laughs> <laughs> I felt detailing all the places that we will feature your picture i was like wow so winning that's really cool i'm i'm advertised all the place and here you're just like listen you're all over the place all right it's just as always we will link to the photo on our blog we'll put it on our Flickr and pinterest pages uh-huh. we'll feature it on our facebook and google plus pages we'll also feature it on the twitter header as well as the enhanced version of the show i feel better about having a picture in those places brian that's perfect let's get on to the news <laughs> 
first up on news for this week, Derek Stevens and his downtown plans. Derek Stevens continues to shape downtown Vegas in his image. Well, I don't know if it's in his image. It doesn't look like him or anything. But <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to look just like him. <laughs> right. Recently, a bevy of announcements were made regarding the owner of the D and the Golden Gate and his plans for the area. First, Neon Dice reported that Derek Stevens' company, Desert Rock Enterprises, has filed for a trademark on the name Grandissimo for the purpose of hotel and casino services. Dr. Dave's going to be pissed. <laughs> Of course, as you just alluded to, Dr. Dave's book about Jay Sarno is currently titled, well, it's, it's always going to be titled Grandissimo, but... It's currently titled, but right. it may change. Right. But Grandissimo is also the planned final project of Jay Sarno, which never came to fruition. It's one of those, um, it's one of those book covers that when you, like, you remember those stickers we used to get when we were kids from the gumball machine and you kind of shift it from left to right, it changes, <laughs> the picture changes, that's what the, that's what the cover's like. I thought it was retro and awesome when I saw it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Next, his plans for the courthouse that he purchased last year for $10 million, which is located just one block off of Fremont. It's diagonal behind the D. He finally revealed what that's going to be. It's going to be an events ground. Plans are to hold everything from concerts to various festivals. Demolition has begun with a projected completion of June 2014. Plans were said to already be in place to host up to 10 events on that spot once it's done in 2014. I think is what it was. I don't know. I'm speculating. Lastly, it was announced that the D and Golden Gate will start accepting Bitcoin digital currency for non-gaming transactions. It will specifically be accepted at the front desks, gift shops, American Coney, and Andiamo Italian Steakhouse. For those of you unfamiliar with Bitcoin, it's taking real money, turning it into digital money so you can use your mobile device as a wallet instead of carrying around cash and credit cards. You will not be allowed to use Bitcoin to engage in gaming activities, at least at this time. I think they should just put like some sort of, I had this grand idea, Mark, that we would all eventually have some sort of chip implanted under our skin, <laughs> that you could just scan at various locations to make purchases or to identify yourself, you know, at kiosks or right. at checkout counters, things like that. Oh, I definitely see that being the evolution of, of things. I mean, if, if not your son, your son's children, won't they won't they won't have wallets there you know everything will be you know a digital transaction i, I mean basically your phone is the only thing you'll ever need to carry around with you ever you know it was really funny i said that to around somebody a couple weeks ago and they're like oh, that's the mark of the beast and i'm like call it what you like i call it convenience <laughs> it's the mark of progress pussy <laughs> it's the mark of forward thinking that's right it's time to get on the bandwagon <laughs> what are your thoughts on bitcoin uh, I don't really have too many because I haven't really taken an opportunity to learn about... I, I saw something on Google News about some sort of money laundering going on there. I'm right. not really... That is that is an issue with Bitcoin yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not real sure about it uh, on the whole. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, a couple of years, everything will be kind of moving in that direction. I, I, don't, I don't care. That's fine. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure what's more likely going to happen is you're not going to transfer things to that. It basically... The major players, banks, credit cards will just be like, it, it kind of like what they're doing now with Passbook with, with Apple mm -hmm. where you can have plane tickets and concert tickets and shit like that just on your phone. It's basically going to be the same thing. You're just going to have your credit card on your phone. Yeah, and that's fine with me as yeah. long as they take the proper security measures, which will never be foolproof, but I mean, you know, Exa as yeah, long as it's relatively safe to use, I'm, I'm cool with it. Exactly. I went to school for web development for Christ's sake, so. <laughs> like, listen, listen, I'm a big fan of bricks and mortar, all right? <laughs> <laughs> 
like this doesn't seem to coincide with your career path at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I just don't get it. Right. <laughs> the internet's ruined everything. Goddammit. <laughs> all right, and on to our next story. Beecher's Madhouse mistake. Yeah. Let the abortion of this abortion begin, Brian. Ooh, an abortion of an abortion. Yes, yes, it's unprecedented. It's multi, multi-dimensional. Right, there's layers. <laughs> it took three weeks for MGM to start regretting their decision to bring Beecher's Madhouse on board. Last week, owner Jeff Beecher fired Angel Management Group and has turned over the Madhouse to MGM for management. No details were shared regarding why there was friction between Beecher and the largest entertainment company in North America only three weeks into their preview. Oh, yeah, it's not even open yet. That was during the preview. They couldn't fucking get along. Whoops. So currently, Beecher's Madhouse is only open Friday and Saturday. The doors are expected to open five days a week starting February 14th. And it's now confirmed that it is in the space formerly occupied by Crazy Horse Paris. Also, for those of you who don't think Miley Cyrus is gross enough, it was reported that part of the, quote, entertainment options at Beecher's Madhouse include impersonating celebrities such as the BD drive-in herself. It's <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> you, made a, you made a joke. It's not real. I thought that was very clever. <laughs> Said things that aren't true. Mm. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ponder. I'm gonna ponder this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mow this over a bit. <laughs> Let it simmer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, next up on the list, Rose Rabbit Lie. Is that right? Yep. It's a new location open at Cosmopolitan. Well, first location. It's first location. Yeah. That's ah. what I. That's what I meant to say. I knew that's what you meant to say. If I didn't say that initially, it's clearly a mistake. Right. <laughs> The prevailing thought on Rose Rabbit Lie, after we've mocked it for so long for its vagaries in promotion, it seems to be that it is cool, even though it may need some fine-tuning. Now, with the media preview, we finally learned a little bit more about what this place is, and it's basically a restaurant, show, nightclub, run by Absence Cousin. I actually wouldn't be surprised if that was a description they used to advertise the space, because it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Let me, let me break it down for you. So. The setup. Break it down for me like a science point. Oh, oh, here it comes. I'm, I'm about to Bill Nye your ass. Oh, we... shit. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, he is He's the science the, guy. He is the science guy, and I'm going to educate you. <laughs> <laughs> the setup or the concept is dinner and a show. However, when Spiegel World gets involved, the environment is assuredly dysfunctional, odd, and humorously vulgar, but in a good way. Your meal of nosh, in the way all things should be. Your meal of nosh will be interrupted by various staged drama events for your amusement. The official show is called Vegas Nocturne and features raunchy humor, feats of strength, flexibility, feats of strength. That always reminds me of the uh, Seinfeld where they do the festivus. It's like now is the time for the feats of strength. Oh. <laughs> But uh, it'll have other Cirque-like attractions with the absent touch, including nudity. Oh, lovely. Right. Yeah. Details are mostly unavailable as writers have taken to embracing the oath of silence you are required to take with drinks raised before the performance. Once the show is complete, the space morphs into a nightclub populated with the performers and you. The overall environment will have borderline inappropriate activities in unexpected places, again, in a good way. Some reviews have gone as far as calling Rose Rabbit Lie the, quote, one thing Vegas didn't have. 
It's currently open at Cosmopolitan Thursday through Sunday at 8, 10 at midnight. Oh, there clearly are multiple shows that I didn't mention. <laughs> There's also oh. multiple experiences, which will determine the cost of admission, which can run anywhere between $30 and $135 accordingly. Respectively? Respectively. Thank you. There you go. That's the one, you, that's the one you were looking for. <laughs> if I didn't say that, that was an accident <laughs> on my part. <laughs> clearly, a, clearly a mistake. Right. <laughs> um, this isn't really for us, Brian. It, it sounds like it's an interesting idea, but it's basically one of my anxieties. It is, is, is drama. Is I mean, it's basically, imagine a, a cast of crazies running a restaurant and show parlor or whatever, and of course they're going to get into arguments and, you know, spill shit, and oh no, look, I'm fucking naked, and I'm supposed to be serving food. That's a nightmare of mine. Uh, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> it's not really for us, but it doesn't sound lame. It's just not necessarily something you and I would partake in. It's not our cup of tea is what no. you're saying. If anything, we would mercilessly mock every one of these things. <laughs> Relentlessly and mercilessly. Right. <laughs> to the chagrin of all. <laughs> Love that word, chagrin. Thank you. Fantastic. I've made note. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. Mark says it's not for us, so we should move on. Yeah. All right. So the Brooklyn Bowl concert lineup has been announced. Yeah. The Anchor Link Tenant Brooklyn Bowl is scheduled to open at the beginning of March, apparently, or at least based on the list they released this week. Their initial offering of live acts starting March 7th through the 9th, Bow Live featuring Soul Live and special guests will be performing. Follow that. March 14th will be The Roots, and they will have Elvis Costello join them. For, That's an interesting mix. I, I agree. Join them for their March 15th and 16th shows. Other artists of note include Cake on March 20th, OAR, or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be, <laughs> uh, April 24th through the 26th. Primus is there May 1st through the 3rd, a trend that I am a huge fan of. Jane's Addiction is performing their Nothing Shocking album in its entirety, May 8th through the 10th. And Steve Winwood is there June 13th through the 14th. Own his entire catalog, Brian. I celebrate it. Good. <laughs> Very good. Do you watch It's Always Sunny? No. That's a reoccurring theme that he's a he's a fan of Steve Winwood and very proud of it for some reason. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Oh, it hurts my feelings. Well, it shouldn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really. <laughs> Why just, do you lie to me? It was... Tra- <laughs> I was looking for a transitional comment. I was intimidated by your awesomeness, Brian. I, 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 don't radiates. Why, I don't know why you have to do it with the, uh, with the dishonesty. I apologize. That's all right. Let's move I on. I openly apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> well played. Yes. Vital Vegas also shared that along with their 32 bowling lanes, they will also have five bars, and the on-site dining option will be a Blue Ribbon Restaurant production. Tickets were supposed to be on sale Saturday, February 1st, but not a single link on their site worked. So hopefully that isn't a foreshadowing of the quality you can expect at Brooklyn Bowl. I cannot imagine bowling in Vegas. I can't do it. Sounds like a huge waste of time. I, I just don't get it. There's so many things that I can do when I'm not in Vegas. Why would I do any of them opposed to the many things that I can only do in Las Vegas? The only time I can really see myself bowling in Vegas is if I were to become a professional bowler and I was there in Vegas for a tournament of some kind. Otherwise, I don't see it happening. Mark. Seems, seems reasonable, Brian. And mm. how, how is the career coming along? Uh, it's not. I actually haven't bowled in some time. It's disappointing. It's been a couple of years, at least. <laughs> I don't even know where my ball or shoes are. <laughs> they may have been lost in one of the many moves that have occurred since I've last bowled. No, no, no tuning up via Wii or anything? 
Oh no no no! No, no is that blasphemous? <laughs> Actually, the uh, the Wii has its only use recently has been to uh, for the virtual console functionality, so I can play retro games. Nice. There you go. Although I did crack out the Super Nintendo, and I found about seven or eight of my old cartridges, and I'm going to start playing some through some of those again. You are a beast, sir. Yeah, I'm going to try to be. It's so funny that and and people with kids, especially young kids, are going to laugh at this. Whenever I saw Mark, you read the uh, the Blue Ribbon Restaurant. Right. All I could think about was that goddamn Blue Ribbon Bunny Sophia the first episode on Disney Junior. <laughs> um, that's I, I just started, I started singing that song in my head like to myself while you were reading that. I, I had no that idea. It means it means nothing to you. No, it uh, doesn't. <laughs> but but people with kids, young kids who watch Disney Junior, are gonna know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, there you go. For those it's of you a, who want to bitch about my laugh, that was that was awkward laughter because um, I <laughs> didn't I didn't know. Because obviously that wasn't clearly funny. I didn't know what Brian was talking about, but I wanted to be funny and or say something funny, and I couldn't come up with anything. You wanted to feel like you were just part of the... I wanted to feel good. Brian didn't want to hate myself. No, and I understand that. You can laugh at anything you want, Mark, even if you don't understand it. This is why I prefer you over so many people. (laughs) Over so many people. Right. The list is far too long to get into. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much everyone on the planet, with the exception of a couple people. (laughs) It's on... the accuracy of that statement is is not not lost on me or many. <laughs> I wish it weren't so, but it is. All right. So enough about Sophia the first. Let's move on. Tropicana unveils new Sky Villa Suites. They are located on the 20th floor of the Paradise Tower and were partially designed by the CEO Alex Humanager. It still amazes me that you can correctly pronounce that last name. I'm a bit of a fanboy when it comes to Mr. Humanagen. So. Oh, good. That's excellent. <laughs> we aren't nearly the fans of room design and color scheme that Chuck Monster is, but the space does look cool. It's got some bright colors. It's similar to the casino. Vegas Shatter reports that they are 2,700 square feet of space and available in one or two bedrooms. Amenities include walk-in closets, an office, two walk-in steam showers, a Whirlpool spa, a wet bar, and even a private room for spa services. Why would you have a two walk-in steam showers, and then you're like, hey, I'm about to get a massage. It's kind of private. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is giving you more and more reasons not to leave your room, which I don't understand. I, I'll never understand it. I'm, I'm learning and learning to respect that. <laughs> I love how I'm now learning it. <laughs> but there's, um, there's, there's a whole lot of Vegas that, you know, it has to cater to everybody, and I don't... You're, you're a late bloomer. <laughs> Except adolescently, Brian. <laughs> I, I've been dragging around man parts since I was since I was knee out of a grasshopper. <laughs> huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, what you may ask, can you <laughs> expect to pay for such accommodations? Well, Brian, if you have to ask. It is too much. <laughs> no, seriously, they don't even list a price for it. You have to email to inquire, so. You should say, like, like you go to an expensive restaurant, it's just a seasonal. <laughs> right. Or market price. Right. <laughs> Dude, we could probably get a thousand bucks for this room tonight right now. But in January, it might be more like 600. There you go. Something like that. <sighs> All right, um, onward. <laughs> I, we, we have quite a show ahead of us. It sounds like you're, know, you're gassed. I took my breath here. <laughs> it's a robust set of notes. Uh, my Vegas expands award offerings. 
Yeah, the most popular by far are the ability to purchase up to $50 in free play, although it's currently only offered at MGM or New York, New York. These follow on the successful addition of various monorail passes. Other new options include gift cards, the Coca-Cola store, and merchandise credit at Sugar Factory. All are reasonably priced for those of you who have been on board with My Vegas from the beginning. $50 in free play at MGM will run you 75,000 loyalty points. There's two issues that I have with My Vegas right now. One is you're only allowed to redeem three things per trip, and all other rooms have been reduced to one night. I mean, at least, I don't know. They used to have like three nights. It used to, yeah. Three nights was the best. Two was, uh, that was fine with me. But one just, I don't know. I'm almost looking at it more like that's how I test out new properties is, you know, I'll pay for a room somewhere else and then we'll get a free room somewhere else. I'm like, oh, let's hang out here for the evening, crash, see if we like it, see if we want to come back and stay for an extended period of time. Maybe plant a backpack with some overnight items just in case. That is exactly what we do. That's really good. Thank you. It's a way to think that through. I, I think Karen might have. I, well, yeah, that makes sense. I know. Um, <laughs> As you assumed. <laughs> mistakenly placed credit. Um, I haven't played My Vegas in a long time. I mean, I just haven't really had time to, but, I mean, have they added any games or anything like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got okay. tons of new slots. They they seem to come out pretty regularly. I'd say one every you know, couple months, maybe two, three mm-hmm. months. It's it got really boring. I, oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I, I don't really play it a whole lot. Every once there's, you know, when there's a new game out, I'll fuck around with it. But for the most part, Karen's the, the fiend with it. I mean, she literally plays both accounts, like her personal Facebook account and the show's Facebook account. So, Yeah, I can't do that. It's just that, I, you know, we did it for a while. We were real strong out the gate, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, both Angela and I, well, the baby also, you know, right. I play with him and stuff. It's, it's Plus, it's more fun to play with him. But, right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it just it got it got old really really fast. I agree with you. They uh, the the thing that I, I I do when I play from time to time is I've got dual monitors, so usually I'm working on the show or editing something, doing something for the show, Set and I'll have auto it, spin. Yep, I'll just have it off to the side. Whenever I see that it's stopped, I'll click on whatever the fuck it needs me to click on, and then it'll mm-hmm. continue. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. We've got some more details on SLS. Vegas Tripping shared some recently discovered details. It's going to have a 44,000-square-foot pool on the roof of the casino with three waiting pools, 20 cabanas, a center bar, and a concert stage. Wow. Yeah. The hotel towers will be painted white and gray, and advertisements will be projected upon them. It's more practical than doing a wrap. Well, you can also do movement, which I think Mm -hmm. is something that has... I mean, when you think about the giant LEDs that, that they're putting up all over the place, movement is clearly what attracts the eye. Oh, yeah, of so, course. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> which is the, what they like were waiting we're, for. Looks like we're a bunch of T-Rexes. Our vision is based on movement. Right. <laughs> their marquee will be 10,000 square feet. It'll be LED, of course. And their penthouses are being designed by music slash actor Lenny Kravitz. Construction is expected to be complete on SLS Vegas in July of 2014. The Jurassic Park reference slash bad joke uh, did not have nearly the impact I thought it would. It's, it's quality, but you've gone to the well on that a couple times. Have I really? You have. I don't remember. <laughs> Hence the reason you keep doing it. <laughs> you fucking lie. <laughs> not in this case, sir. Not in this case. Well, no, I don't appreciate that. All right. Well, I, I, I trust you. Probably, you're probably right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep my bad jokes straight. It's all right, Brian. We have to tr- listen. We aren't professional comedians. I mean, we are amateurs, but. You know, <laughs> or, or at, at best. <laughs> right. at best. Moving on. St. Patrick's Day in Vegas. The annual gathering that gave Caesars Entertainment the confidence to create Link is back. 
O'Shea's is once again hosting a St. Patrick's Day block party that will actually last three days, May 15th through the 17th. Festivities will spill over, or all over. Festivities will, it's, Brian, it's just going to come all over. Like, it's just going <laughs> to, it's, it's going to be quite messy. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, festivities start every day and will run noon till midnight. It is free to join the festivities. However, odds are your liver will pay a hefty price tag. <laughs> Have you ever had green beer? Yeah, it's not that special. Does it even taste different, or is it literally? No, just... it doesn't. Okay. I mean, it's if you if if you the if the the glass that you were drinking from was for some reason opaque, you would not know if it was green or regular color. Hmm. Well, actually, I think I've had green beer in your presence. Have you? I'm fairly confident that we've gone to maybe a Buffalo Wild Wings together around that time of year. It's entirely possible, Brian. A lot of our meetings end up with headaches and, and weak mm-hmm. bodies and, and lost memories. <laughs> totally lost memories. <laughs> All right. And then in our final story, Caesar's intervention needs. Yeah. Just as you would do for your brother-in-law who has reduced himself to felching for meth, it is time to set up and <laughs> save Caesar's from itself. <laughs> A source close to the situation revealed Caesars is considering making a bid on the Revel Casino in Atlantic City. Revel is the $2.4 billion project that is said to be cosmopolitan-esque, however, made a series of missteps, including originally opening as a smoke-free resort. (laughs) That's a huge mistake. Right. The property is now bankrupt, and offers from interested parties are due in two weeks. Brian, I, I (laughs) I have one thought here, and maybe that's that Caesars is trying to set a Guinness World Record for being in debt and still operational for some mm-hmm. reason. Like, basically defying math. They're trying to disprove that math works, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say about it. They, they just seem to be making one terrible decision after another, and there's no end in sight, Mark. Yeah, fr- from an investment point of view, I, I get this much, that, you know, you kind of put yourself in a situation where, you know, you're expanding, you're doing this and you're doing that, and now because of the shitty economy, there's kind of a ton of too good to be real, or I guess not too good to be real, too too good to pass up opportunities. And since they have an investment, it's not just Caesars. Like Caesars is fucking owned by an investment company. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I can think is that they're just too many things coming across. Like, listen, we know this is going to work out in the end. It's just, unfortunately, we won't see the profits until our fucking grandkids, you know, uh, inherit our stock. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I can't speak intelligently about many things, but... Uh tell you, a lot of debt that keeps piling up seems like a bad thing. Especially if it's in in the billions. The thing that scares me is is an inevitable bankruptcy. Because, uh, listen, I get if if you've just got a really long-term plan. Like, you've got a business model that you know makes money. And you just happen to be in a shitty spot where you're like, fuck, we invested all this money. Who knew that this was going to happen? We got to jump on this shit while we have the opportunity. And then in 50 years, we'll be soluble. We know it's going to work. But my concern is just bankruptcy looming, that at some point they're just going to fuck over a shit ton of note holders. They're not going to make it to the point where it starts, all those investments start paying off. Right. That's Yeah, exactly. That's my concern. Well, only time will tell, of course. And with that, we move on to prop bets. For this week, our first up, we've we got some updates. we got a um, ton of them. So I figured you and I will just go back and forth. We'll talk about all the all the things we've talked about that now have little updates. These are these is part of the reason that it, I was inspired to do prop bets because I like to know even these little tiny tidbits. So fuck you, Stuart. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Stuart. <laughs> He'll still keep giving us his money. 
That, that's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so updates. The worst bluff in Vegas history continues as the Skyview developer issued a statement claiming that while the scaffolding is coming down at the project, the project is not dead. However, they also had no update on when construction is expected to resume. I just, it's hmm. dumb. Curious. Yeah, it not has. Awkward. I know, right? It really isn't. It's barely interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It has been officially confirmed that Bill Gamblin's Hall will be henceforth known as Cromwell, which is sad. I was desperately hoping that Bill's Gamblin Hall would get in there, or Bill, Bill Gamblin's. I just ruined the joke, Ryan. That's okay. It happens. Let's move on. My jokes ruin themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that the name won out over the proposed name, the Link Hotel and Casino, which makes no sense whatsoever considering Bill's doesn't even fucking touch any of the actual link space. It would have made sense for the quad, but uh, whatever. They will begin taking reservations on February 24th, which kind of blew my mind because you look, I, I clearly have no concept of construction timelines because they do this a lot where they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna be open in a month. But like, that's gonna be open in a month? But apparently like once you do all these, I don't know, I guess structural issues, putting the rest of this shit together is just clockwork. Hang on a second. Now, is it Cromwell or the Cromwell? Do we know? That's a great question, Brian. That's a great question. That's a fucking brilliant question, Brian. <laughs> We're going to find out right now. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you don't know. <laughs> Brian, it is the Cromwell. I'm an ass. The Cromwell. The Cromwell. I always love oh. when they put the in front of things that don't necessarily need them. When does it, when does it cease to become the and becomes the... Well, to me... <laughs> right? What's definitive, Brian? There's there's a Cromwell, and this is the Cromwell. Other Cromwells may exist, Brian, but this is the Cromwell. Well, so would it be wrong to say the Cromwell? The Cromwell. Yeah, I just don't know. No, I guess not. I, I love mean, that, grammar, love that you challenge sure, me I'm sure constantly. the grammar police will write us an email or send us a tweet or something. But. Oh, I'm pretty sure Dave Lifton will give us an extended dictionary definition of the proper use in sentences. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our next prop bet. Mirage has completed its renovation to their casino floor, including new carpet and new table fill. I, I would imagine most sure people... It smells nice in there. Right? <laughs> I'd imagine a lot of people would notice the table fill. I don't know about carpet. Do you think you would notice casino carpet? Um, no. Um, well, I mean, maybe because it wouldn't be all worn down. Yeah, I guess that's it. You know, it'll be a little bit brighter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> in an unprecedented move, Brian, the courts reversed... I love when things start off like that. Totally <laughs> unprecedented something. The courts reversed the ruling that gave MGM permission to demolish the Harmon building at City Center. Oh, wow. Yeah, the reason, so they could perform more tests on its structural deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tap Sports Bar at MGM is now open in the space formerly occupied by the Lions, which have since been put down. They, <laughs> they, they have not, Brian, we've confirmed that they will not be on the menu, nor have they been put down. <laughs> Lion shank. <laughs> I hope that comes with a nice au gratin potato. <laughs> As it should. I mean, in a civilized society. You can wrap the lion flank. <laughs> I wonder if they will use the names that they were previously referred to. Because lion's just general, Brian. I want to specifically eat Leo. <laughs> Leo the lion. Mm, Very Leo. stereotypical of you. <laughs> I need to make everything personal. <laughs> Leo. 
Jubilee at Bally's is officially closed to undergo a refreshing by super choreographer Frank Gaston Jr. The show plans to reopen in March. It was revealed that Caesar's Palace intends to drop 1.3 million, oh, not very much, 1.3 million dollars on the renovations they are currently putting into the lobby bar. Part of those renovations are to expand the space. No details are available regarding a projected reopening date. See, that's the, the one thing that interests me about that is you could fit that bar in my house four times over. My house doesn't cost anywhere near $1.3 million. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> there it is, Brian. Bobby Flay's Burger Palace is now open on the Strip. It's located at the base of Mandarin Oriental next to Starbucks and Pinkberry. It's next to a Starbucks, you don't say. No, right. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Casino Royale has begun construction on expanding Denny's into two stories with outdoor dining and adding a Walgreens to the northernmost part of their property. <laughs> a $14 million project is expected to be completed next year. See, that $14 million there at least makes a little more sense to me. <laughs> Another Walgreens. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those... <laughs> Silly, silly fucking people. God forbid I walk 20 feet to a Walgreens. <laughs> God damn it, I really need hand moisturizer. Where am I going to find it? Oh, there's Walgreens right there. And there's another, wait, there's another one. They're now, trying to make drugstores. Now like, I'm conflicted uh, as to which one I go to. <laughs> why doesn't, why does I got a brilliant idea. Why doesn't Starbucks and Walgreens partner together? Oh my God, Ryan, you just literally talked about the superhero of will, I mean, you may as well because they're going to be all over the damn place anyway. Right? I'm a huge fan of this idea. Merge them together. I don't know if there's it'll any be, way it'll, we be, could... it'll be the Walbucks. <laughs> Walbucks. <laughs> or the Star, Star Green. <laughs> the Star Greens. I got to get, I got to get to the Star Greens. I haven't had my... My caramel macchiato. We, we need to rapidly. And I, have a, and I have a prescription waiting for me as well. <laughs> I need my VD Med and a caramel macchiato. <laughs> I need them both now, right? And I'm out of and I'm out of Motrin. That reminds me, I'm out of Motrin. I need a travel loofah. <laughs> and these sandals have been digging in. I need to get some band aids as well. And while we're here, we may as well get a couple packs of gum. <laughs> Did, did you need shampoo? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. We got shampoo. I remember that nice. when we were back. <laughs> and then you just go up to a counter and they call your name and they've got the, your little baggie of things. I can see it all. I can see it all now, Mark. We got, I, somehow we have to make money off this, Brian. There's no way this they, they're going to rip this idea off from us. I'm going to file for the uh, copyright on those names. Yes, we should. <laughs> I'm going to trademark. You should. Three, six, Vegas. I just did it, Brian. You can't, you can't dispute that in court. <laughs> it's been brutal. All right, so now we're actually on to real prop bets here. So why don't you start us off? All right. Las Vegas Advisor reported that. Real sorry, prop bets. <laughs> I don't even versus, know what that means. Versus, versus the fake prop bets. Right. Those are just the updates. Las Vegas, for, Las Vegas Advisor reported that Zarkana has returned to performances at ARIA after their month-long retooling. The most noticeable change to those who've already seen the show would be the silencing of the Zark Wizard title character. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't really know what the hell that means, considering that's the title character. So I assume details are going to be coming soon, but... I don't know anything about it, so... We've talked about this. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> 
Fair enough. I'm intimidated. Uh, for, the <laughs> for those of you hating on the Britney Spears residency, you can suck a big bag of dicks because it is already the third highest-selling Vegas residency, behind only Celine Dion in 2011 and Elton John in 2009, and tickets are still on sale through September of this year. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got a four-square reminder that you want to be my friend, Mark. Aww. I've been getting those for a long time. I know, right? You, you mean the one I sent three years ago? <laughs> I was going to say, I've been deleting those forever. <laughs> Actually, I don't have Foursquare installed on my phone. I'm kind of bored with it. Yeah. It's old. Excitement was stirred up regarding the proposed 104,000 square foot retail and dining complex proposed to surround the Mob Museum. Since this idea has been out there since 2012, we will save you the details until something actually happens. Yeah, Mayor Goodman hopes that it's going to be open by the end of 2014. However, since ground hasn't even been broken, I would project that the Kanish will get a blowjob from Christy Turlington before that happens. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm, very good. Rounders. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for more... John Turturro. <laughs> John Turturro, everybody. Yes. Looking... <laughs> He said that. <laughs> if you watch the movie, you'll hear that character say those lines. He says it in the Russian bathhouse. He does. Tur Turkish bath. It's part of the movie. That's in there. That was He's not got cut. his glasses on, towel. <laughs> it's something about a bathhouse, a Turkish bathhouse, that just, just reeks mold and disease to me. I don't know why. $25,000. I mean, $25,000. That's, that's what Matt Damon's character was asking for when he said that. <laughs> Perhaps we should just replay this thing. <laughs> like Let's verbatim. watch it right now. For, the, <laughs> right. For those who have not seen it, stop yourselves. <laughs> Do this immediately. Let's all watch it together. Right. That'll be this week's show. Go ahead and put it on. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll give you two minutes to right. find it. Quick, quick. Looking for more real-world feedback about slots, iPhone has an app called Slot Moto that allows you to rate and review slots based on your personal experience. It does not offer much information on the gameplay outside of the user reviews, but the app is free. I actually had this idea years ago when we were doing slot reviews all the time, but I don't have technical background to be able to pull something like that off. Yeah, this sounds like it's lacking a lot of features that would make this at all valuable. You want to build a better one? Right, but, but, but they could be onto something. Yeah. It could be just an early iteration. Who knows? I don't know anything about it other than what you just said. So. <laughs> Uh, now that hopes for a Katy Perry residency at Planet Hollywood's new Axis Theater have all been silenced, Tool is now being rumored to host a mini run of shows in March. That's much less interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Tool's interesting. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think this is proof positive, just as the Vegas Oasis guys have shown us, that Vegas panders to Californians when it comes to their live performance acts because let's say this does actually happen and they do it in March. You're going to mm -hmm. fucking tell us in February? How, how the hell am I supposed to plan a Vegas vacation in like a month so I could see my, you know, those who are huge fans of Tool? That's a bummer. You just have to want it harder. You have to. <laughs> Would you get off your ass and stop bitching? <laughs> all I hear is excuses, Mark. That's all I hear. <laughs> I apologize, Brian. Let's move on. And I, and I know excuses. Trust me. <laughs> Aria is working with Stillwater art, arti Artisanal yeah. Ales. I don't yeah. like that. No, I don't, I don't want to drink what you're making because I don't no. like the way you... I don't want your artisanal ales. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I know the word. I just don't know if I'm saying it right. Uh, anyway, Aria is working with them to create its own beer known as Brass Tracks. It will be available at the property starting March 10th and is said to have a light and crisp body. 
comprised of Pilsner malt and wheat with herbal and grassy German hop touches, as well as a light fruitiness. It will also have 6% alcohol content. <laughs> Let's get to the important part. <laughs> <laughs> that is its own special bullet. Right. I have to say that description describes you and I to an extent. Crisp, uh, crisp body comprised of Pilsner malt and wheat. <laughs> the light fruitiness. Right. <laughs> when, eat, when in each other's company, Ryan, it's unavoidable. <laughs> yes, yes, even if it's virtually. That's right. <laughs> Luxor announced that they are renovating their corridors. Just when you thought this information couldn't get more boring, the renovations <laughs> are nothing short of forgettable. However, it is a little bit better than what they had. <laughs> <sighs> Cosmopolitan has expanded their partnership with Marriott. You can now transfer points from Cosmopolitan's Identity Club to Marriott's Rewards and uh, Rewards Club and vice versa. New York, New York now has a craps place or crepes place. <laughs> they have plenty of craps places, right? It's called a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called Coyote Ugly. The, <laughs> the new signs are just crap this way. <laughs> <laughs> The new crepes place is called 48, 48th and Crepe. <laughs> You'll find it in the space formerly occupied by Shocker Starbucks on Village Streets at the casino level. <laughs> That's sorry, you kept getting better and better. Oh. Uh, in addition to remodeling their casino floor, Vegas Chatter is reporting that Harris intends to remove both Ming's table and the cafe at Harris in favor of a new fast casual dining option. No word when the project will be completed as it has not been, uh, begun yet. Thank you for highlighting my typo, Dick. That's okay. <laughs> and finally, Link revealed that they are exploring the idea of a Link to downtown shuttle because they think that Link is a unique attraction that would appeal to those who frequent Fremont as well as its expanding local scene. No plans are in place at this time. You got an idea, they should just tell people to walk there. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my thought on it. There you go. And that is all. Right. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more about this. We're done. Conversation's fucking over. All right. Well, that's it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. This week's playing Vegas, we'll start Monday off with uh, Lil John, who's going to be at Excess Nightclub at Encore. Show starts at 11 p.m. Tickets will be 24 bucks for ladies, 36 for guys. On Friday, um, RuPaul's Drag Race Battle of the Seat. What the fuck? <laughs> How do you even do? The worst part is I almost want to see it going, what is this? But I won't pay money for it. But it's going to be at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets will run you $40. Mm. Friday and Saturday, David Spade is at Venetian. Mm. Show starts at 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> the tickets from 74 to 187 bucks. And Amy Schumer is at the Mirage. That show will start at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $62. Stone Sour is at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show Why don't you read what it really said, Fuck Mark? you. It says Stone Shout, all right? <laughs> Ryan, I write a lot, and I proofread, and I don't get everything. It's properly spelled. <laughs> That's certainly true, Mark. Regardless, they will be at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Their show's going to start at 7. Tickets are $40, <laughs> and they wouldn't judge me for this typo. <laughs> and Will I Am is at... I don't have to judge you, Mark. 
the tenure of our friendship means I am, I promise you, the mental abuse I'm giving myself right now. <laughs> Mark, your body of work speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> Will I Am is at XS Nightclub at Encore. Show starts at 11.30. Tickets are 24 for ladies, 36 for guys. Uh, Will I Steal. Uh, Sunday, Rita Rudner is at the Venetian. Show starts at 8.30. Tickets are way too much. <laughs> Um, that's going to do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals. to save you money on planning your trip to Vegas. And while you're in Vegas, we offer you Vegas deals. For this week, we've got an Excalibur room deal for you. <laughs> We're not trying to do you any favors, so here's an Excalibur room deal. <clears throat> trying to save them money, Brian. It's a deal. Some people is, just have to get there. Deal. It is a deal. All right. Anyway, the deal offers room rates up to 40% off and includes a $20 food and beverage credit. It's good for stays now until December 29th of uh, the end of the year. Uh, requires a two-night minimum booking, and it must be booked by March 31st. And lastly, Vital Vegas reported that Elton John's Vegas show, The Million Dollar Piano, will be broadcast in theaters around the world on March 18th and again on the 26th. Tickets are expected to run about $15 or about $120 cheaper than seeing him live. Okay. Mm. Very good. That's going to do it for deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. All right, starting off our list for this week, Katy Perry will be performing at the MGM Grand on Friday, September 26th. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets will start at $37. Rob Thomas is at the Pearl at Palms Friday, April 4th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets are $72. Foster the People is at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan on Friday, April 18th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets run $54. The Life is Beautiful Festival will return to downtown October 24th through the 26th. No details regarding live performances are available at this time. I don't even know what the point of announcing that, Ben. Is. I wrote I know, it. Man. I don't know, man. You put it there. <laughs> you wrote it. I did. All right. Let's just see. This is where taking credit for the notes is detrimental. <laughs> I still thought it was interesting. They're going to have another festival. We just don't know what's going on at it. <laughs> That's interesting, Brian. <laughs> All right. And Seven Dust is performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock on Saturday, April 12th. That show will start at 10 p.m. Tickets start at 37 bucks. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right. Let's move to the river. Welcome to the Vegas Oasis, where we talk about Las Vegas from the point of view of people who treat Sin City like their own weekend oasis. I'm Chris. And I'm Tony. And this is Vegas 360 for people who visit the city for weekends at a time, for many Fridays through Sunday throughout the course of the year. Now, in our inaugural episode of Vegas Oasis, we talked about the drive to Las Vegas. Today, 
we're going to talk about flying to Las Vegas versus driving. When we started research on this topic, I was shocked to learn that according to the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority and GLS Research Annual Study, last year only 7%, that's 7%, Tony, of Southern Californians fly to Las Vegas when they visit. Price, as always, is the main factor for why 93% of people drive, but there's a little bit more to the conversation than that. And by the way, driving is cheap. From that same study I talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. an average of 2.7 people, this is more than any other visitor, that means other domestic, other international, 2.7 people go in each party of Southern Californians going to Vegas. So let's make that three people because there's no such thing as 2.7 people. You figure it's $50 in gas Mm -hmm. times two, say it's $100 in gas. To yeah. get to and from Southern California to Las Vegas. You're paying that's, $34 each. You're paying $34, $35 each for your transportation to Sin City. Yep. And if you're not in Southern California, you're paying more. There's yeah. no way around it. That, that is why people drive to Las Vegas in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about flying to Las Vegas, Tony. Well, you know, I don't really fly to Las Vegas that often. But you are. You are December 13th when we go for the Black Crows weekend and everything. Yes, this is true. I will be flying out from, actually, from San Jose to Las Vegas for the Black Crows weekend. Well, the prices are way more expensive than people think. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hang out with people who are not well-versed in Vegas like you and I are, and frankly, as people listening to this probably yeah. are, there's this like myth in in Los Angeles that flying to Vegas is actually cheap. People seem to think it'll cost them, you know, seventy five dollars each way. And I'm here to tell you, you cannot really find a seventy five dollar f- fare each way. If you do it well in advance, which I just did for the uh, trip in December, mm-hmm. I'm paying about one hundred and eighty with all the fees That's each totally- way. Friday to Sunday. Total. 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 Southwest. Round trip. 180 bucks. No. Virgin. Virgin. Okay. Virgin. LAX to <laughs> Las Vegas. 180 each for the round trip. And the more you wait, the more money you're going to spend. The majority of people from Sumner, California, 91% to be exact, plan their Vegas trip in under a month in advance. And here's, can I talk about a little insanity? I don't think that's crazy, because the longer you wait, the lo- more money you're going to spend. Not only on flights, but how about hotel rooms? Yeah, absolutely. Hotel rooms almost uniformly cost more the longer you wait, and the beauty of hotel rooms, pro tip, <laughs> you can cancel any hotel room within 48 hours, unless there's, there are deals where very specifically they tell you, we're going to give you, Mirage for some reason does this a lot, we're going to give you 30% off, but you can't cancel the, the room. Or we'll give you 20% off and you can cancel the room. That's your own decision. But for the most part, unless they tell you otherwise, you can cancel a Vegas hotel room within 48 hours. So if you think if you think you're going six months from now, just book the room. You can yeah. cancel it if you want, and you get your deposit back. Yeah, absolutely. And the deposit usually represents uh, about 50% of the hotel room. Well, and you know, I, I guess just with anything, the, the important P's come into mind. Proper planning prevents piss-poor performance. There you go. And, uh, you know, taking the time. Now, we go to Vegas a lot. Probably, I, I would say we are probably in the 99th percentile of people who go to Vegas throughout the course of their life. That don't live in Las Vegas. That don't live in Las Vegas, correct. Right. And uh, I've gone to Vegas on a whim, but usually we, we plan at least three months in advance. And if, you, if you're planning three months right. in advance, you can definitely, definitely take a look at the airline flights. Now, again, I don't always follow this rule. You know, it's always in the back of my head. Hold on, hold on. Tony, 
Have you booked the flight for December yet? I actually have not okay. booked the flight. So we are going to Las Vegas in approximately 100 days, 100 days. Yeah, December. We're going to go to the Black Crows, play at the Hard Rock. The longer Tony waits, the more likely his plane ticket's going to cost more money. Which means the more likely it is I'll be driving from where I'm coming from to Las Vegas than flying. And by the way, flying from wherever you are in SoCal to Las Vegas takes under an hour. Yeah, it's like an hour. They say an hour or 15 minutes. You can get there in less than an hour. Oh, my God. You're getting there way <laughs> under an hour. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The, the, one, the one note to bring up is that it's actually a bumpy ride. Yeah. There's a lot of wind. There's a lot, There's more turbulence than you're expecting when you fly out. Like, for a reason, those mountains just create this wind into yeah. the plane the whole way. It's definitely true. And the, it's fine. I mean, you know. But the thing about flying to Las Vegas as opposed to, to driving to Las Vegas is that since you don't have that I guess you could rent a car while you're there. Yeah. But you can start drinking on the airplane ride. Let from me, Los Angeles let me to tell Las you Vegas. something. When I go, when I was on the Virgin flight, when I went in July, they gave free Heinekens out. <laughs> so the one note there was just that they also made me give the Heineken back before I got off the plane. Okay. Which you know, whatever. Pounded at the end. That mean, you know, you have the bottle back, right? Now we have a disagreement here. I think the main benefit in flying to Las Vegas is that on Sunday. No one has to drive home. That's exactly right. That means that Saturday night, you can go out, you can get drunk. You can get drunk. You can sleep in if you want to You can sleep Sunday. in. Yeah. yeah, you can sleep in whenever your flight is. I have been known to take 9 a.m. flights out mm-hmm. and to roll out of bed at 7.30, get into a cab, get to the airport at 8, and just stumble onto my plane. This is on Monday morning or is it on Sunday? Sunday morning. Okay, okay. Because that's the other thing about flying is that if you are really hearty about your Vegas trip, mm-hmm. you can actually stay, fly out Friday, Friday night. Saturday night, Sunday night, fly out first thing Monday morning, right. and be back in time for work mm-hmm. <laughs> by 10 a.m. Well, when we go out. in December, mm-hmm. you have not bought your plane ticket yet. I have not yet. bought my plane ticket yet. But when we go, we have all actually bought plane tickets that leave at like 7 at night. The reason being we're going to gamble on the NFL games mm-hmm. all day long from 10 a.m. all the way till you know, whenever. Ooh, good whenever time of year. December time. football. I know. Tony's 49ers will probably still be in it. Chris's Philadelphia Eagles will probably be out of it by that time. You never know. You never know. But what we're getting at is you don't have to drive home. You don't have to take the time it takes to drive Mm -hmm. home. And let's talk about how awful driving home is. Okay. It is pretty bad. It is is pretty bad. Number one. Would you know those four hours that you drove there and you were all psyched and you were patting each other on the back and you were talking about all the great fun you were going to have? It's like the complete opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is hungover. Nobody is exhausted. No one has slept for 48 right. hours. I guarantee if you are the driver, you are driving three or four bodies that are sleeping in the yep. car. Yep. Absolutely. This is more of like a how not to drive back to Southern California from Las Vegas yes. story. So in March of 2011, we saw the Strokes at the Chelsea Ballroom at the Cosmopolitan. Amazing show. Yeah, they opened with I Can't Win. And here's the thing. It was the very first Stroke show that they had played in the United States in like five years. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was awesome. But after the show was over, we decided we were up for some more fun. So we went to the pool area. Remember first, and we were playing... And in the pool area you jump into, we were playing 
pool that has billiards that's and right, things that's like right. that. We were chilling. We were, there was a bar and there drinking. at the Cosmo. And, you know, just generally having a good time until they kicked us out at a certain point. Yeah, they did. They kicked us out. At midnight, they kicked us out. Because for the marquee crowd to roll in. That's right. And also because the, the people who are patrons of the actual hotel are allowed to have free access to that area. And we have to get out of there so they can go up to their hotel rooms unobstructed, I guess. So we were on a list at LAX. Yes. So we roll all the way down. We were staying at Mandalay Bay. We roll all the way down to the LAX area. Mm-hmm. Get in. Yep. And it's the clusterfuck that is LAX. Yes. I think I, I think earlier in the day you would talk to the person at the door who was like doing some pre-promotions and got us on the list. It was three dudes. We, we rolled up three dudes strong. We got right in and uh, got into LAX. It was packed with people and we weren't really feeling it. Right. It, so then we rolled out. Mm-hmm. Went back to our hotel rooms and, and sort of chilled for a couple of minutes. And then I looked at it and actually this is true. Is it's it our, third, our third party our third party he was flying. Yes. And I kind of had this moment of jealousy where I said, <laughs> how dare he get back to Southern California, back to Los Angeles before we do? Yeah. And I said, Tony, let's drive right now. Yeah. So Tony and I started driving at 3 a.m. after being out all night. All night. And the previous night, too. We were there for a Saturday show, and, you know, we, we, we did Las Vegas. We, 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 we did, did what you do. Yeah. We just decided to end it at 3 a.m. So because, was, because no one found any girls. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That, that and, and the gambling wasn't going well. So yeah. we were out the door. Yeah. <laughs> and this sounded good until 100 miles into our trip driving yeah. back. I think we, we'd passed Baker and we were coming upon Barstow. That's right. We were coming upon Barstow. And then all of a sudden we realized that we were tired as all fun. I was falling asleep behind the wheel, swerving the car back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Tony was admiring the sun coming up over the desert. Behind us. Because we, because we were driving east to west, technically. Right. So so I was I love driving in the desert at, at twilights and at, and, at, and at dawn. There's no doubt about that. But uh, it was just not the best time to be doing that, just given the state of no. our hungoverness and just our, our, our state of partying. And, and, uh, we stopped at a drive through Starbucks. Yeah, in, in Barstow. In it, Barstow? Was, it was in Barstow. It was somewhere. And all I remember is the last... 50 miles, I literally was falling asleep every five seconds behind yeah. the wheel. Yeah. And by the grace of God, we didn't get into an accident, <laughs> and we're here to tell the story. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the message here is do not leave Las Vegas in the middle of the night. Because after seeing a show, after having been out Vegasing for for days. If you think it's a good idea to leave Las Vegas at 3 a.m. in the morning, you're probably drunk in the first place. Let's That's just true. put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're not drunk, even if you're leaving early. Mm-hmm. We it still sucks. It still sucks. We can't stress this enough. You have to leave before before what? 9 a.m.? 10 a.m.? You have to be on the I-15 heading back towards Los Angeles by 10 a.m. Or else right. you're going to hit the traffic. And, and every minute yeah. that you wait Just to leave, it gets exponentially worse. And if you are flying to Las Vegas and flying back, you don't have to worry about any of that. You can, right. you can wake up late, you can have brunch, you can go to a buffet, you can spend the entire day in the sports book watching football yeah. or basketball and enjoying yourself, and then taking that leisurely 45 to 50 minute flights back to uh, wherever you are in Southern California, you know, Los Angeles or, or, or San Diego, and really just, just enjoy yourself, uh, as opposed to having to, to really just put yourself through that entire ordeal, the hungover drive back. Now, you know, obviously 
honestly, we've been going to Vegas now for a decade, so we've had a lot of experience driving and a little bit of experience on my part, at least flying. If we could do it every single time, if there was a way, if we could drive to Las Vegas, right. we, would. we say this all the time: <laughs> drive to Las Vegas, get your car teleported back to Los Angeles, and fly back to Los Angeles. That'd be the best. That's how you would do it every single time. Yeah, every single time. And the question you are asking yourself essentially. Is is it worth approximately three hundred dollars to not have to worry about driving home on Sunday? You know, and the answer to that question is it really does de- depend on you. Right. You can win three hundred dollars on a really good run at craps. How about an average run at the craps? <laughs> Well, if you're doing it right and you've invested the time and the money, you know how to bet, you could definitely win that money back on on the craps table. But again, if you plan though, that flight is is 180 bucks. If, yeah. if you're booking, for it's under 200 if you plan. Yeah, if you plan. That's yeah. it. That's our summary, I guess. So for this Vegas Oasis, I'm Chris and I'm Tony. We'll see have you next fun time. Out there. Brian, I have no sympathy for the whinings of those who live in California and, and the the troubles that they have to. To overcome, to go to Vegas every yeah, fuck weekend off. they want. Yeah, no, it's, I don't care about any of that shit <laughs> at all. I'm, 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 we're far away, okay? I know. <laughs> I'm brimming with envy. <laughs> we're not a, we're not a convenient drive brewing, away. Brewing. I'm, I'm doing. Some, I'm envious in some way, Brian. Yeah, yeah, somewhat. Although I'd probably like blow a ton more money. Oh, we'd be so fucked. Yeah, it's over. Anyway, another interesting segment. We did get some listener feedback this week. We got an email from Inga, a longtime listener. Mark, why don't you go ahead and take the email? This is regarding what you and I spoke about last week, regarding some properties not necessarily being for us, and she confirmed that we weren't in the minority. Okay. Inga writes, my husband and I are not Bellagio or Wynn type people either, and I would not put Golden Nugget in that category at all. On the Strip, we are Mirage TI people back when it was owned by MGM Mirage, and ignored offers from Bellagio since it was not, quote, us. Golden Nugget is very comfortable fit for us, though, and I will miss the Carson Cafe. I'm not going to judge that. I, I just, and it just doesn't fit for me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, glad to hear that the ship is back at TI. We watched the fireworks on Sirens Cove deck, and it seems still set up for watching ships. There it is. Mm-hmm. She also had a question. Why do we call the river the river? We actually talked about this when we initially went through it, but I thought, you know, we've got a lot of new listeners since then, so... Originally, the river... She may have just missed out on that, too. Yeah. We live it. I live it. (laughs) (laughs) You show up and read (laughs) and make me laugh. Yes. uh, Hopefully others. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's a long shot. Right. (laughs) We named the river because that segment was initially just for Annie Up. And then we started to kind of expand the 360 Money Line and Legal Lounge and whatnot. And we thought in an attempt to be clever, that the river is, when you're playing poker, those are all the cards that the dealer deals out after you've already gotten your cards. And the thing about the river is, you never know what it's going to be. You could have a winning hand at one point. Actually, there's really no point in describing that because it doesn't really fit the, <laughs> doesn't really fit the, the concept. But <laughs> I was ba- say. Yeah, basically the idea is the river is the segment of the show where you're going to get some content, you just don't know what it's going to be. So yep. that was our attempt. That's, at, yep, that's a good explanation. Thank you. Perfect. We also got an email from Mark Patton. Uh, Mark said, wanted to say thank you. I was listening to your show a few weeks ago when you mentioned the idea of Vegas Strip Pub Golf. Brilliant. So I got to thinking about it and designed a nine-hole course for our upcoming annual trip in March. I've attached the scorecard for your comments and our approval. Hope you enjoy it. Still the best Vegas podcast available, hands down. Thanks again, Mark Patton. Mark, you're welcome. 
Brian, you have to see this. This is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. <laughs> First of all, thank you very much for the compliment about the show. We, we also agree. We are the best. But <laughs> We like hearing it from others. It right. It, it seems to carry more weight than me yes. just going, you are the best. You're the best. You're the best. You're standing, standing in front of the, the mirror. Cutting the myself show. slowly. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And damn it, some people like me. Right. Even if I don't. Right. <laughs> awesome. All right. So let's talk about this. First of all, it is, like you said, it's nine holes, but it's not just nine drinks. You have to drink two drinks at all but two of the locations. <laughs> and he's added a, a tw like two different twists to it. One, there is a watering hole. And the watering hole, uh, the watering hole means that at any time during your travel between holes, a player may yell mulligan and pick a local casino bar and the drink of their choice. There's only one mulligan per player. I would have to think you would use that for water because <laughs> you this is a lot of fucking alcohol that you need to consume. But yeah, the other is, the other this is intense actually. Yeah, the other twist that he added to it is that you have to there are certain holes where you have to drink left-handed and I you need to that. remember really where cool. you need to go Brian let's talk about how you can get some pars and under pars why don't you read the first couple for us yeah the first one uh, looks like the location is going to be at Rira at Mandalay Bay and the drink is the Irish brew on tap and that's a part two well actually no 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 let's let's skip that and we'll just go to the rules I'm sorry oh okay that's well you just Hold, you, told hold me on. To do, you told me to do the wrong thing. So <laughs> hold, hold on, let me I see. I want you to acknowledge that. <laughs> I was going to just try and lead you in properly. I did misspeak, and now I have to leave this all on the show because you amuse me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, good then. It makes me happy. All right, what I, what I meant to say is he's got a very specific pub list and, and the types of drinks that you have to drink. But what I thought was more interesting to me is how you can end up getting strokes over par or under par. So let's talk about a couple of those. Okay, so uh, one of the rules, uh, that's what we're talking about now, the rules. Yeah. Okay, so the first one will be spilling a drink, and that uh, will cost you, that'll be a one-stroke penalty. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're caught drinking with the wrong hand, like in, in, uh, in an instance where you're at a left-hand hole, uh, that's also a one-stroke penalty. Bathroom break at a non-water hazard, plus one. Consume water at a non-water hazard is plus two. <laughs> Falling down is a two-stroke penalty. That seems like and a gift. Yeah, and then missing a hole, that's what she said. <laughs> a little side note, uh, is a two-stroke penalty as well. Never a problem we've been familiar with, Brian. Nope. Re being refused service is going to be a two-stroke penalty. I just ignore the screams of pain. <laughs> You've really just got to push forward. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hard. Cheat <laughs> Cheating of any kind is a plus five. Throwing up is a plus ten. Reasonable. Don't want to see an issue with that. Extra drinks over par is negative one. Can you imagine all the shit you need to do to catch up if you do something like throwing up? Pretty sure you'd go to the hospital with those. Yeah, what you would alcohol poisoning yeah. ensues. Yes. Drinking the wrong drink at a pub is a plus four. And I think that's reasonable. Agreed. And taking any longer than 30 minutes on any drink is a two-stroke penalty. Complaining about the game is a two-stroke penalty. And insulting the fine craftsmanship of this scorecard is also a two-stroke penalty. <laughs> uh, this is so. This is actually the kind of thing I would expect from you. <laughs> this is really good. I really, I really would love to give this a shot. Actually, agreed. It's it's pretty awesome. We will provide a link for those of you interested in checking it out. As a reminder, despite my incessant begging, we don't endorse this activity. And should you choose to participate in said activity, do so at your own risk, and be careful. We also want to make perfectly clear that we do not encourage you to record 
audio and or video of your activity should you attempt to. And if you decide to ignore that warning, we absolutely do not encourage you to email that to us. <laughs> While we can't control what you do, we can encourage you in those ways. I, I literally begged Tony. I'm like, Is there, there's got to be a way we can make this the official. He's like, nope, no way. <laughs> It's like somebody will, especially the idiots that listen to this fucking show, and, and those that participate in it, Brian, the odds of us killing ourselves doing something like this, there's... there's the, the, odds are, the odds are great, yes. Yeah. It, okay, we basically well, have a house edge, is what it boils down to. <laughs> yeah, and while we also obviously wouldn't encourage you to uh, do this, we do encourage you to be responsible and be careful. And, uh, yeah, don't be stupid. That's the lamest part of the show ever. I desperately want this. <laughs> But alas, we will not be sued because you're an idiot who can't handle your own alcohol. So. Yeah. <clears throat> but Twitter is public knowledge, of course. So. Ah. You, yeah, you can always take the Twitter about your uh, your experience with this if you choose to do that. Uh, this this we, what we are not encouraging you right. to do. In any way, shape, or form. Right. For clarity. At all. Yeah. I want to be crystal fucking clear about this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for the show. This has been episode 120 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Thank you guys very much for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate your support and your listenership mm. every week. If you'd like to take a look at any of the links for the stories we reference on this week's show, you can do that on our blog. That's at 360vegaspodcast.com. Uh, if you'd like to email us with anything, um, questions or comments there otherwise, uh, you can do that at uh, 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Also on the blog, you can find links to all of our social media handles and things of that nature so go do that and then also don't forget to support the show um, you can do that very easily and for free by going to the blog clicking on our amazon banner and then resuming your purchasing experience and we get a little kickback from it you have a so, uh, have a team you're pulling for in the super bowl nope don't care yeah neither me i'm just looking for i kind of like I, I mean i like peyton manning he seems like a pretty decent human yeah uh, so I kind of want to see him win but i honestly think the fucking seahawks I, that defense is just too much yeah what do you think about that whole Richard Sherman thing that went down a couple weeks ago? You know what's funny? This is why I don't criticize him for this, because if at that age, if I were doing that, I promise you I would have had some kind of dumb outbreak or something like that. Just You just get overly fired up and say stupid shit. That's, I was talking to somebody about it because a lot of people are like, oh, he's an animal and da, 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 how unprofessional. I'm like, okay, first of all, yes, he was a little unprofessional. You should know better than to... You know, talk to the media that way, right. and uh, maybe you shouldn't be a jackass and call people out like that right, directly right. on national TV. But at the same time, I do appreciate the fact that she did. Uh, that was Aaron Andrews, I think. I think she caught him right at the worst possible time she could have for something <laughs> like that. Um, being fired up, and you know, obviously adrenaline's pumping. You're right. excited. You know, you're going to the Super Bowl. You're a young guy. <laughs> what do you expect? You know, right. and they've got. They obviously have some sort of beef with each other, and I know. There's, there was some, some information out there. Um, I don't, I obviously have no idea right, the right. accuracy of this information, but Crabtree was apparently talking shit about Sherman, and this was him firing back. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. You yeah. Know? I mean, you, you really need to put into perspective, especially somebody like Sherman's. What he's got to be in his fucking mid twenties at best. Oh, I don't even think he's that old. Hang on, yeah. look while you're talking. So you can't really. Listen, he didn't do, of all the fucking dumbass, jackass things that these guys do constantly with fucking DUIs and shooting themselves in the fucking hip, you know, and just <laughs> dumbass he's 20, shit. He's 25. Yeah, see, so come on, man. Guy. The guy's 25, he's going to his first Super Bowl, and someone just made it. It's somebody that he fucking shut down 
you know, yeah. just just called him out and, and you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't hold that against that guy. If he keeps his shit up, like if, if he starts becoming Randy Moss-esque, then yes, it's fair to just, you know, yeah. rule him as a fucking idiot. Wow, did you know that Richard Sherman's only making 465 grand this year, his salary? What? That's like nothing. That's like a drop in the bucket. That's a league minimum, isn't it? I Yeah, I believe so. He's making the league minimum and he's putting out that kind of performance. He's looking for a big paycheck. Yeah, I would anticipate a holdout after this season. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, it'll be good to enjoy the game. And uh, yeah, again, thank you guys for uh, for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate you tolerating us every week that you choose to subject yourself to such things. <laughs> and uh, Mark, you have yourself a good day and enjoy the Super Bowl. You too, sir. We'll see you next Talk week. Talk to you next week. Yeah.